pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quaggett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss Fantasy Super Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. You can find the website at draftrugby.com and get after us on the socials at Draft Rugby. Well, I'm joined by the lads, brothers, Harry and Nelson, once again, and we're getting pretty pumped that there is some rugby on the horizon. Gents, how are we? Mate, I am generally so excited after these discussions. We've nutted out what we think is going to, how the future is going to shape over the rest of 2020, and it looks good. I'm generally excited. I'm excited about being called the lads, brothers. I've never been called that before. That's it's yeah. the level of uh, of hosting you can expect. <laughs> was, it, was it lads, comma brothers? No, nah, lads, brothers. That's, that's, just, lads that's brothers. what you've been referred to. Yeah, uh, I like it. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> um, in sticking to our, it's like we never left. It is. It is polished. Polished. Um, you were always rusty, mate. That's it, very good. Um, all right. In uh, in sticking to the structure, to, in our kind of menu theme, the uh, the pod today will be more of a snack than uh, an entree, main and dessert. Um, Think beers and Doritos, or perhaps uh, some wine and cheese. You know. Um, mm. Speaking of wine, mm. this is our formal invitation to backline wines. Drew Mitchell, Adam Ashley Cooper, and Matt Giddo, who are clearly all listening, definitely uh, huge fans. Ha- have started their own wine company, <clears throat> producing their own wine. So we're excited to uh, assume that they'll be our future sponsors and uh, be drinking some of their wine in their future podcasts. That's true. We've, we've got this approach of um, plugging things first and then yeah. signing the contract. It's worked later, once so. for yeah. us from one attempt or two attempts? Uh, from many attempts. Yeah, from several. <laughs> several. But, um, no, very good. Uh, backline Wine. Do we know if they got a Twitter handle? Have we got that? They nah. do not have Twitter, but mm. I, I hear they're fantastic. Well, that's... <laughs> I, I, I haven't <laughs> tasted them. That's true. Look, but Drew can, Mitchell, Drew can, said they were fantastic. Yeah, I've never not yeah. enjoyed. Look, we're, we're constructive, wine. boys. Get a, get a Twitter handle. Uh, no. Yeah, you've never not enjoyed what their wine. I've like I've never had a sip of their wine. and thought this isn't great. So excited to try it. <laughs> Very good. Also, um, Doritos. The invitation is extended to you as well. Um, I don't know if we want Doritos, mate. We're high class. We're, we're talking cl- high class wine, and then you throw Doritos in there. Red, bit of Red Rock Deli. Bit of, uh, no, like steak. Yeah, steak. We'll take steaks. Ribs. Right. Biltong. We'll take some biltong. Aim high and. Be disappointed low. Yeah. I don't know what the expression is. That's terrible. Good. All right. Well, so uh, anyway, today, as we have touched on, we got together to to nut out how we can make fantasy rugby work with these upcoming competitions. Um, There's, you know, we've had several thoughts on like, do we continue from our our previous start of the season, six weeks in? Just to be clear on that again, Nelson, where did you end up on the ladder in those six weeks so far in the season? I was building. 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 Have we heard that before? Building from... Where on the table? Uh, well, when you build, you normally start from the bottom. You don't. You can't build from the top. That would be taking things down. That would be the opposite. You spent too much time on your foundations. That's what I can definitely guarantee. Uh, he's, always, he's always just wanted to celebrate with the Drake song. It started from the bottom now. He's just been building up for that. Um, but no, alas. Anyway, there's lots of different ways uh, that you can make fantasy rugby work. We've, we think we've figured it out. Um, so these are our thoughts on how we're planning to go about it. 
and a couple of different possibilities. So, who wants to kick us off? Oh, look, I'll, I'll kick us off. So, uh, Super Rugby, uh, Super Rugby, Aotearoa, uh, round one starts on June, June 13 with the five Kiwi teams, mm-hmm. which we all know that's the footy people are going to want to watch. Correct. So, yeah. they're playing that one That really match, should just be Super Rugby. Right? One game Saturday, one game Sunday. How yeah, like good. Uh, Arvo mm-hmm. times. So, it's pretty brilliant. And then Super Rugby Australia, it's a rough date at the moment. It's not locked in, but it looks like it's going to start... Three weeks later. Doesn't so sound as good, does it? A catchy name. It's you know. not as catchy, no. Mm. But um, they both start with A. That's cute. Yeah. Um, that starts on Friday the 3rd. Um, that's going to have the five Aussie teams. Of July. Which means, yep, yeah, 3rd of July. So the four Super Rugby teams, as well as the Western Force, who were kicked out in 2017. Bring them back. Um, There's already been a few Force fans saying they're going to <clears throat> steamroll everyone. Yeah, apparently. As um, delusional as ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it's because all the good players are playing for the Rebels. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, There'll but, be an excuse. They'll be the Nelson of the competition, you know what I mean? There'll be an excuse ready. They're building. Go, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's cute. Um, so, still no confirmation about the Sunwolves, but it looks less and less likely they'll be included. Mm, yeah. But it won't change what we're locking in here. Yeah. By the way, they're saying 10-week comp. It's just if yeah. the Australian teams do finals and, or not. And it sounds like the plans are getting pretty finalised in terms of, like, they're, they're booking in the stadium. So, we know, for example, round one, Queensland's hosting Waratahs uh, at Suncorp. So they're starting... With, you know, they're, Once you start booking fixtures, it's hard to untangle that. The locations aren't locked in, but those matches are, basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so for us, the, the key figures, the key times you need to worry about is our competition, Draft Rugby, will start on the 3rd of July. So that's round four of the Otharoa uh, Rugby Comp mm-hmm. and round one of Australia. So you're going to have 10 teams, eight teams playing each week, and we're going to have eight managers and we're going to be picking through there harry do you want to go into any more details yeah well i mean logically what that means is that every single starting player you would think will be in some manager's team yep now the the thing that we have changed is the bench so what we used to have we had eight positions in draft rugby uh props hookers locks back rowers scrum half fly half centers and outside backs yep yep so we've cut that right Mm. back we're going one forward sub and one back sub ruthless Exactly. Now, what that does is it kind of, we're, we're trying to work out, well, what we've done is we think we've worked out the best way to deal with the fact that there's always going to be a lot of turnover of players because of the bye weeks yeah. and injuries as well, right? So, so so you have eight teams playing in any given week and two right. teams on a so bye. So 20% of your players one, are dropping so out one, next week. One, exactly. team, one team from the Kiwi Conference of Five will be on a bye and one team from the Aussie Conference of Five will be on a bye. So week. all your Kiwi players will be out and all the Australian yeah. players you didn't pick up <laughs> will also be will out. Will be available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically what that means is you can use those two bench players, that bench forward and that bench back in a couple of different ways. Mm. The idea is that we've already been like mulling over ourselves mm. is the idea mm. of a, a leverage sub. So you could just pick up, you know, the next best starting hooker. So when someone loses theirs, then you can actually trade him <coughs> off for another so, position. So that, there's only going to be two yeah. free hookers. Exactly. So there's 10 starting mm. hookers out of those 10 teams. Eight will get picked up, two remaining. Just. By the second round, two managers are going to be down a hooker. All of a sudden, you're holding all the cards mm. to try and leverage one of your other key players. Or <clears> you could use it to start with, at the very least, as like a protection player. So let's say you pick up uh, Damian McKenzie in round one, and then I'm not sure of the, the buyers here, but he has a let's or, uh, no, better example. Let's say you pick up Richie Mawanga round one who has a buy. Then obviously, you're going to take a fly half <clears> as your sub back. <throat> 
put them in round one, and then that way you're using him to protect Richie Moanga so you can play him through round two. Yeah, so the, the thing about it is there's going to be really different techniques, mm-hmm. and it's going to make you as a manager work hard to see how you can overcome these problems. But the game's going to look really familiar. You're yeah. going to have the same positions, all this is on your starting side. Same scoring. Same scoring. Same Everything scoring. else is really, really familiar. It's just how you're going to use your benches. The, the best part with these new tactics is there's going to be a lot of free agents, mm. and there's <clears> going to be a lot of player-to-player trades. So everyone's going to be scrambling to try and field main, uh, mainstay teams because there's not that many weeks of the competitions. You need to actually field a full 15. So there's going to be a lot of activate, uh, a lot of activity between managers and a lot of banter. That's true. Harry and Nelson are very excited because no one will ever trade with them because of the snakes they are. But, um, Mate, you're... <laughs> You are the I think I've made the most trades because I just, you know, I propose yeah, but all, all your trades trade are trade rates, rates mate. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, look, why don't we, let's, um, just for some, for those listeners that perhaps aren't as familiar with uh, our format with Draft Rugby, I guess <clears throat> what what makes this so exciting, this competition, is like you said, more trades, things like that. There are still a lot of free agents, but definitely scarcity of players. So previously, we like to have eight managers. Super Rugby has 15 teams. So that means that everyone will fill out a team of um, their starters and have an eight-man bench with starters that will usually be able to slot in on any given week. Now, with only 10 teams mm. and eight managers, you will have a starting team, and then you're going to have to trade a lot. So when things like injuries happen, there's a buy, it's going to mean a lot more. You're not going to be... And with such a short competition as well, you're not going to be able to just ride out... Uh, weeks so like the value of fielding a full team of 15 is cannot be overstated yeah Um, beautifully summarized beautifully summarized Um, so yeah basically uh, so the the way that this this is going to shape up Mm. starts on the 3rd of july there's seven rounds so Mm. you're going to verse every manager once Mm -hmm. they're head-to-head matchups and that's going to funnel into your table for the comp right the top four are going to go into a, a final series, and the bottom four are going to go into a losing final spoon spoon series. Spoon series. Mm-hmm. Also, you, affectionately <clears throat> known as the Nelson Dale Trophy. Correct. Never heard of it. Correct. Um, <laughs> so one v four and two v three, mm. and the way we're going to shape this up is the Kiwi Conference ends on round seven. That's the last week. Mm-hmm. So there's only three weeks left, and they're going to only include Aussie teams. So if you ignore all the Aussie players, you don't pay attention to the Aussies. It's going to be quite hard for you come finals to really know how these people are playing and how they're going to compete against each other. So mm. it's going to still put some value on those Aussie players. The Kiwis are going to be obviously generally what you think more important, but Aussies are versing Aussies. So you're going to want to watch both of these comps. You're going to want to be in depth in terms of how these players are going to play against each other. But the semi-final means 1v8 think- over two weeks, mm. 2v3 over two weeks. 1v4, 2v3, yeah. 1v4, 2v3. And the winner out of those two-week totals will go into the player for the grand final. I agree. I think with the Aussies, un, uh, except for the Brumbies annihilating everyone, uh, no one has any idea how those teams are going to go. Well, you know, so, you know they're going to be in the finals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there is finals. But, but to summarise, two-week <clears throat> semi-finals, you, you, we add the scores <clears throat> up, and then a one-week grand final. And like Nelson said, you know, don't don't discard the Aussie players because of the fact that you really need to know where they're at for finals. <clears throat> but by the same notion, something that we've never <clears throat> had before, the Kiwi teams are going to have three weeks of form before we actually do the initial draft. That's correct. So you're going to know exactly which Kiwi players are in form. We're going to know a lot more detail about when their injuries are coming back, although having said that, most injuries are fresh now, that there's not a lot of injuries to worry about. Mm. But you're going to have so much more info than you've ever had before on those Kiwis. They're clearly going to be the hottest tickets for the first few picks. I think the one thing we've also left out there, for every week of the finals, you are redrafting. Yeah. Yeah. So that first semi, or week A of your semi, you're redrafting. 
week B of your semi, you're redrafting. And then if you make it through the finals, you're, you're redrafting again. And the reason we do that is because the teams are different that are playing yep. every single week. So it's the only fair, fair way <clears throat> to actually make sure that you can field a full team. Yep. And because we love a draft. Who doesn't love a draft? But it's the best most part. Exciting it part, is yeah. the best part. Now, I think at this point, it's, it's, uh, we need to talk about how there are different options. So lots of different options in how you can go about this. We um, have tended mm. to prefer and have run with a final system. So at the end of a season, we have we then have the top four go into a finals, as we've said, and the bottom four go into the Nelson Henry Dale Memorial Trophy. Uh, You've been there shop. more. I've never won a trophy. Um, but uh, you, you could also just play a seven-week straight competition. You play each manager once, and at the end of that, then whoever's top yeah. of the table wins the comp. So basically, a race to the finish. Top is the the winner, mm. and bottom is is your spoon. Exactly. The the reason why we love finals, apart from the redrafting and finals, is also having a bottom four finals or the spoon finals. <clears throat> it keeps it, it's like promotion relegation. It keeps the bottom four Fighting. interested and engaged. The, yeah. the worst thing about this system is if you have nothing that is is going to hurt whoever's coming 7th or 8th and yeah. then they decide they don't want to play that following week and mm. it gives someone else a win and it ruins the top tier. Yeah. So this then gives a lot of value no matter where you are on this table you are fighting week in week out to the very last week so that you've got the best position in so your Nelson, conference. So Nelson are you saying the last few years when you've come last you were fighting? That was you fighting? Pretty much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I mean obviously look we have like most fantasy leagues we have a a punishment for who you're the wooden spoon who comes bottom of the table, mm. um, and and that is that's generally incentive enough to keep fighting at the bottom. But you know sometimes if you're in fourth, mm. if you're in fifth and sixth, you know you're like yeah I'm safe. Like I'm I mean our fifth and sixth is generally so far ahead of Nelson anyway that we need something to keep them involved. So that's Rubbish. why we have the bottom. Rubbish. That's why we have those bottom four finals as well. Uh, yeah. Or sorry, the the bottom two is that we want we don't just want the last person to be. So I I think the other thing, so there's one more format I want to get into, but Mm. the reason we're trying to give these other options for people is because the way we've run our draft rugby system to date is that we've provided all the information so that you guys can run your own leagues. Um, We're we're still in talks with our Coda Hugh about how far we can get the development of this website. There's obviously been some hurdles around uh, financing development at different stages through what was a pretty hairy time around coronavirus. So sadly, we haven't been able to push hard as hard as we would have liked. Um, but we're still developing and still building the website. So at the very least, we hope that we can have it so you can put your teams in mm-hmm. and it will score your teams. Yep. And then you can just swap te- your players in and out so you have your lineups and your competition in that place. That, that's what we see as our hopeful <coughs> minimum product. But the, the reason I'm getting into this is because... <coughs> the way that the competition might work is you could run something completely separate. And what we talked about is a conference system. Mm. So you got your eight managers, you randomly draw or choose your rivalries into four, into two different conferences of four teams. And then you play each other either all the way through head to head from selecting your teams from all the available players in those two conferences, completely different, Players, so just, which yeah, means which you'd play two it. different Damian McKenzie's, two different Richie Mowangas, two different... I was going to say Adam Coleman's. I couldn't think of a good Australian rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> two different players mm. in each... You know, So the same players in each conference. So it gives you the ability to have far more stacked teams, not have to worry about buys in the same kind mm. of way. And then, like I said, you could play each other in your own conference and come together for finals or you could play cross conference and then have the the slight crossover of you know three or four players in each team so yeah so if you have two conferences then um the teams are still unique in terms of you're only playing 
Like, you might be playing someone who has your player, but alternatively, you could just have two conference drafts. Yeah. So, two lots of four teams, and then still play a regular competition, but it just means that I might be playing Nelson this week, and we both have Damien McKinnon. We both might might have three players the same or something. The the reason why you'd do it that way, where you're still versing everyone, is your depth of your conference is based on the same amount of players, you know? So, although I'm going to verse someone from the other conference my team strength is going to be based on how I pick against the managers in my group. Mm. So there's still that. You've got the rivalry between conferences, so you can still talk nonsense to, to each other, but you're really trying to compete as hard as possible in your conference. Top two of each, go through and across conference final system. We talked about it, and I think Harry and I were, were talking about the pros and cons of you know, getting together, having a few beers, watching the footy, and <clears> both <throat> having the same player. Let's, let's call it Damien McKenzie in your team. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it would be good if you weren't playing each other. If you were some, two, two of you were playing someone else and you both had them, you could both celebrate together. But if you were, it would be, uh, we, we, we ended up saying that we didn't like it because if you were, if you were up against someone this week, you had a fixture against another manager and you both had Damien McKenzie, you just, it just wouldn't be the same. Just that, cel- that feeling when he scores his third try. Just, well, yeah. I just want to put it out there because we keep saying David, da- uh, Damien McKenzie. He is so far down the list of top scorers for this year as well. <laughs> but it's Chase Tier at top, Mark Talea, David Avili, no, George Bridge, no, no. Dylan Richardson, can Luka Yuani. No, no. Can you please tra- explain? This is Hoskins hurry. at 2 2. Braden Edel. There's so many players mate, that you want to pick. No, this is averages, mate. Chase Tier has played one match. Don't go off that. All right, fine. Mark Talea, Hoskins at 2 2. <laughs> George Bridge, Sikabunzi, not yet. Who won't be in there? Farsi won't be in there. Issy Nasarani, Alex Murphy, Tom right. McDermott, right. Harry. So many. Don't pick Damien McKenzie. No. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I know I got carried away, but I, I, it needs to be stressed so that he's not the best player. Hold on. No, I want to make one more point, which is so one more thing we've decided to do, which is <clears throat> how do you um, do you make do you count any credit on the first six weeks of the season that's already six happened? and a half? So six, six and a half, or it, it was it's basically seven minus. I think the only game cancelled was the Haguares yep. game. Yeah. So, uh, you can still score that round. I think we just didn't because we were really upset that <clears throat> the season was being cancelled. But um, yeah, do you do you do you ke- uh, value what has already happened and continue on? So you could, for example, in one approach, keep the table. That was the first seven weeks of the competition. You're just <clears throat> about to start a new seven weeks of the competition. You can continue the table from where you were. Uh, just the table, not the players, obviously, in each team. Um, or what we've we decided that that might not be fair, I think. And what we've decided to do is the benefit you get for your first six weeks is that that's our draft order. Our yep. new draft order is reflective on where you were on the table. So um, if you were you were coming, you draft for one day, one day. Snake draft. No, we snake drafting. Snake drafting. <laughs> Just anyway, get that in there. <laughs> very good, very good. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how we think is a good way to value. It's it's not too harsh a punishment in this new draft. It's, uh, it's something everyone can get on board. It, with. it makes the competition still competitive, but you get a reward because you're going to get those top couple players. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the only other thing, the only other caveat to, so yeah, we are we definitely will have. Um, <clears throat> ever-expanding product on, on the DraftRugby.com website to be able to use. So we'll have something up there. The only caveat we have is that uh, how we will get our stats. So our stats providers <clears throat> have said that they will be bringing out something. Obviously, <clears throat> there's still broadcast arra- uh, arrangements to be set in stone. I don't think they're... Maybe Super Rugby Ataroa has been set in stone. I know I stuffed that name up for sure. But um, 
but we're, we're not a hundred percent on the stats providers delivering the stats for them. But we, well, that, we should said, be right. They've said that they're they're launching for New Zealand. So once Australia have the uh, their Stop. details locked in, I think then we'll we hear more. But the expectation is that it's there. It's part of the same product. But they, yeah. they're 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 good. They are on top of all this kind of stuff. So we'll be speaking to them during the week as well. And if this seems complicated, it really isn't. We're working a lot of what we've gone. I think we're going to get a, a lot of players that who and managers who haven't used our system and aren't necessarily up to date with it. So we're going to do a few visuals of how this is going to work, how it's going to look. We'll put that up on our Instagram. What's our Instagram Graham account, boys? At Draft Rugby. At Draft Rugby. So you can see it all there. And that if you're a visual learner, there you go. Well, it's the I, right place to be. I was going to say, I mean, we've just been talking about this for about three or four hours. Harry and Nelson were probably dreaming about it over the last week. So if, it, if we rattle that off a bit quick and it doesn't make sense, we will write an article outlining yep. how we're going about it what are the other ways that you could do it? But um, yeah, so but, but needless to say, we're, we're we're excited. We feel like we've been you know like it's uh, it's been a godsend. Seven like a seven week crossover where you get ten teams. We were talking about all kinds of conference systems, but we think less that, people. We think that stuff. yeah, just a seven week short and sweet competition. Ten teams, increased scarcity, more trading, familiar like, style. Get to play each manager once. I've got another suggestion. You could. To, to make it so that everyone can field more players, why don't you just cut your bottom-ranked manager from the first six rounds? <laughs> one man on a bye and play a seven-man league. I think that if we took that to a vote, it would probably pass with a resounding yes. Um, but, uh, look... We have that you, final week. We will say that you want to have even numbers, though. We'd have to cut two managers because you don't want to have buyers in fantasy rugby. We've talked about buyers in fantasy rugby before. I, could be above one of these I don't think I could stand uh, having a bye week as a fantasy manager if, and then that week watching my player yeah. absolutely crush it. That would be devastating. So. Yeah. But all right, speaking of players crush it, who are we excited <clears throat> about? Who is coming back? There's some big names. I'm just going to go straight off the first one. Just them off. Everyone's going to be excited for Bowden Barrett. Boom. If you haven't kept up to date, Bud Barrett is back for the Blues. He did the Bronco. I think he got a... beat their record. Yeah, beat their record. 4-12, wasn't it? 4-13. 4-13? Something like that. So, insane. If you've ever done a Bronco, that is nuts. And this is not your park footy Bronco where it's 18 metres and... 36 metres short short Broncos I'm pretty sure that Bryn Hall won the Crusaders one when they published their results and he was like a 427 or something yeah. like Bodie Barrett just smoked everybody but there's no way yeah, anyone's been I, anywhere near that I don't know how much you follow the Bowden on um, Instagram but he just does them like in his spare time all the time like, yeah. that's, he, that's what he does for fun is he goes to the park and does Broncos <laughs> yeah, yeah. crazy stuff anyway needless to say the best player in the world is also the fittest player in the world yeah. so he's got to be an absolute weapon in his competition he's, yeah. he's going I mean, first round for sure when you look yeah. at all their scores these guys are fit they've been working hard If you, I've, I know you guys wouldn't have I flicked the NRL on the last few weeks and the fitness right? level yeah. at 15 minutes they're all staffed and by the end of the game the guys are walking so yeah, this, like, is, is this? Can we now say is this the Blues years now that they've got Bowden Barrett? Or is it? They're in a lot better shape, <laughs> but they're not versing Aussies. That sucks for them. Ah, oh, true. The one time they get a ten, they get Bowden. They don't get to. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, mate? This is going to be insane. Yeah. All right, Harry. Who have you got? Who are you excited about? Oh, uh, mate, I'm all about the scatter step. Oh yeah, yeah scatter. I just had. I was. I literally had a dream last night that Milner Scudder <laughs> came back and played in his 2015 form. Like the, the man's been riddled with injuries. Was it a wet dream? Number of years. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope so. Don't know. I can't remember. Um, no, can't can't comment on the details. <laughs> Not in this podcast. Yeah. Um, 
Look, his form in 2015 when he was the breakthrough player of the year in the world was outrageous. Uh, There's been some good promo done by the Highlanders about... The scatter step and some young kids all all saying oh. they're his hero and putting the step on the pole down on their way down the park. You know, yeah. it's it's so good. I, I freaking love it. And he, he's had mainly shoulder injuries. You know, he did have that one knee. I think big knee injury, yeah, yeah. no foot injury. Okay, mm. yeah, yeah, he's uh, this Frank injury. Nelson's the one so, who was scarred by it. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, I'm Always really down. hoping that he's still got his agility. He's only 27, 28, I think. 28, 28 I think. Mm. Yeah. So he, he could still have it. I really want to see him go. I'm, I'm really excited. And, yeah. and, and he'd have to be a shoe in that Highlanders 15 jersey. Oh, you'd have to think. 15. I mean, I'll put him a wing. I'll put him a wing. Who, who are we having at 15 then? I don't care, man. I'm yeah, but they've got Milner. Another player. Is about is, I was about to say Corey. Yeah. What's his first name again? Villamoni. Villamoni Corey. Obviously, he's a playmaker for the New Zealand Seven Seams. An absolute star. Uh, He was due to join the Highlanders anyway in 2021, but they'll push that forward because obviously the Seven Series has been cancelled. Yeah. And speaking about Sevens, all the Sevens players are back. Yeah, but Villamoni Corey, he's a guy that could probably fill, what, 10, 15, maybe 12? No, I think he's too small for 12. 10, I think he can play wing as well. But an interesting thing out of it as well is now they've, they've said that Joshuani is going to be playing 10. Yeah. He's going for the 10 jersey. Mm. He is fighting um, Mitchell Hunt. He's and not he's... fighting, mate. It's, an, yeah, like, it's, well, yeah, well, it's a fight. He's just going to win the fight easily. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still a he's, fight. He's, his last name is Yuani. I don't know what more you need to know. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting where Karoi fits into that piece. Well, I, mean, I feel like still... I've missed Josh Yuani, even though he's been playing because they had him in the 12 jersey. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, they still got Jonah Nareggi, another sevens player. They've yeah, got he'll be, Scott yeah. Gregory, another well. one. Yeah, I mean, I still he, he didn't light it up yet, but I was still a fan of Josh Mackay, who was the top try scorer of the IT, the Mitre Ten Cup. I'm not picking him up. They've, but got, you can. they've got some backs. Who yeah. are we excited about in the centre? I mean, uh, not the Sarah Tompkinson, obviously, but who was that other um... Walden? Punavai? No one is excited about Walden. <laughs> no, no one has ever yeah, been as excited. Yeah, excited about Punavai. Punavai? Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's just Rob, there's, Scott, there's Scott Gregory coming back. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, the basic premise stacked. here is that yeah. they're stacked. All the teams are going to be stacked. We're talking about sevens players. Ten and Anasa Turo. He's back. Guys, who's last in the New Zealand Conference? Tell me that. I know we're off topic here, but quick. Uh, it's oh yeah, it's got to be the Hurricanes, it's, doesn't it? Oh, who's coming last? Yeah, the, the, the Blues. I don't know. I've no idea. I reckon it could be the Hurricanes. They've got Celeste Rayasi coming back. They've got Artie coming back. Artie, you can't forget Sevilla. that. Artie, players, people. True. That's going to change their team. Yeah, that's... But yeah, so Artie Sevilla's back. Throw in a few other ones. Celeste Rayasi, Clark, yeah. Nana Satura, Gregory, all from the Sevens program. Mm. You've also got Luke Jacobson back. A man who burnt me uh, this Nelson, year. Yeah. Nelson was oh. complaining. He played, he played five minutes. Holding him, he yeah. played five minutes. And then did his hammy. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't his head, right? So you know he's coming yeah. back in good physical nick. Um, Sam Whitelock Sam Whitelock as well who's he's finished his, his rest as well so the Crusaders that's what they needed more quality leaders <laughs> yeah. we, we could probably just keep on going with New Zealanders but we'll move on Aussies yep. Harry if you can name one Aussie you're excited for who is it? Uh, it's got to be I mean it's not the name at the top of the list here but it's obviously Geordie Patea. Yeah, he had a shoulder recon roughly the start of Feb let's say six months return to sport for professional athletes it means he could be back early August which is like mid-comp well, yeah. this is... So you, this is you, done. You're not going to hold him. This is, the only manager in our league that would hold someone like Jordan Bataille would probably be Nelson. There's Nelson's no the way only one bold enough to draft this is someone. This seven no way. AJ could. Yeah. <laughs> AJ's the man true. who holds guys early. That's true. Um, um, yeah, look, the guy I'm super excited for, Falau Fainga. 
This guy is going to be versing Aussies week in, week out. He was like either equal top try scorer of the comp, missing like the last four rounds, mm. and he's a hooker. And now he's against only Aussie components. He, he was your guy, first draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah, and he really burnt me, <laughs> along with a lot of other guys in this list, like Luke Jacobson and stuff. But, yeah, I'm excited for him. How many tries are you going to get against the Western Falls, no, Northern Rebels and Waratahs? And the Reds have got a lot going on internally as well. If they can't get their form pack big. sorted out now... He could be one of the top goal. players he in the comp. He could just be demolishing teams left, right and centre. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They might rest him because he might have repetitive strain injury from all those tries. <laughs> yeah. Might have a shoulder instability from those <laughs> yeah. diving on the ball, hitting his shoulder. That's it. Kagi, well, who are you excited for, mate? I'm excited about new sensation, and we've already donned them. They've, got, <laughs> they've now got a pairing, even though they've never played together. Hunter Paisami. We've now donned them. The Bash Brothers, or the Pastrami Brothers. Or PP. Um, this, is like Jordi Bataille, yeah. this is with Jordi Bataille. This is with Jordi Bataille, sorry, for full context. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Paisami. How good did he look? Um, yeah. So, so he got... It was very... It was, <laughs> it was amazing that Bataille got injured... Paisami came on the scene and everyone was like, oh my god. And then he got injured straight after that. Yeah. Um, but well, he'll, he'll be re- ready and rearing. He should be ready from he'll the get-go. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the interesting thing is, I mean, I see him as a more of a maybe Karevi mould than a Patea mould. So he could probably be the guy that fills that 12 mm-hmm. role a little bit better. Oh, mind you, they've both been playing outside centre. Mm. We might see the chance that Patea goes to wing. I highly doubt it. Mm. You'd want to have them both together. But does that mean you start Pace Army at 13? You move him into 12? It, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But there is a buzz. There is some excitement. I don't know if you can hear it in our voices. Mm. But I am generally and, so keen for and this. And look, we, we, we probably shouldn't even mention it. But there, there could be a small chance that Samu Karevi could even play. He, there was, he, very small, very he, slim. He Harry's did, not even entertaining the thought. No, he no. didn't mention it, but he goes, I don't think I'd make the team. No one needs centres, so I might just play club footy. Mate, that's nonsense. I don't if you're I'd playing in Australia, team. you were playing probably Jesus. for the Reds or the Western Force. You can make the Melbourne Rebels, mate. Anyone can make the Rebels. That's true. Let's put it out there as well. The Western <laughs> Nelson Force... Nelson could probably make the Force. <laughs> the Western Force have said that they're looking on the open market. A lot of the Aussies and stuff that are back from Japan, back from overseas, that aren't playing. And they they are the only team across this whole comp which is not taking a pay cut. There is no 60% pay cut for oh, the Western Force. I was about to say, though, as well, imagine... That they, surely they're the team with the most room in the salary cap. You know what I mean? Like, they're probably... They're not, they're not on the salary I don't think cap. there's a salary yeah. cap, mate. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. They could just buy whoever they wanted, but they've got to convince them to live in Western Australia. That's the tough part. Yeah, but like... Well, there's no coronavirus thing, mate, so... <laughs> it's true. Twiggy probably just give them a Look, property uh, the size of London or something. It'd be remiss of us to say we'd love to be seeing South African teams playing as well. Mm. Sadly, it's not shaping up that way. If that we could include them, we'd be genuinely excited. There's lots of guys there who are making their name last year, making their name this year that are genuinely really exciting. Mm. But we're just excited. We're having a structure. It's very familiar to what we normally play, which is something we've worked on and we love. Yeah. So je- going forward... Hopefully we see them next year in whatever format it is, but this year I am absolutely 100% keen for what we've got coming. As, as biased Aussies, we often joke about uh, boring South African rugby, but obviously we love watching that as well. I mean, the World Cup winners. Mate, you've never... It's getting better and better, mate. The Sharks yeah. are really awesome to watch. Mm. Craig, you have never picked a South African in your team. That's, you are look, the biggest hater. I, I still don't think that any of the South Africans would hold anything against me when my strategy is to pick entirely New Zealanders, the Kiwis. <laughs> that my entire fantasy team is Kiwis. I think that's everyone's technique, but <laughs> but I just stick to it more than most. Okay, um, yeah, you're a hater. I, I pick up and comers, but but anyway, now these are the, these are these are our thoughts on on how we're going about it. We're extremely excited, um, and like I said, we'll post up an article kind of detailing it. 
mainly for our, not even for everyone, but for our own managers to wrap their head around it. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, it's it's started. It's going to start soon, so we're going to book in our draft date, um, which I can't wait for. Again, it's like Christmas again this year, so fantastic. I think I think another thing, and the there's not much fantasy rugby that's out there at the moment. Um, I think it's worth noting Fantasy Rugby TV. They've started a podcast. They're just sort of releasing it now. I've been having a chat to a few of those boys, and they're looking to do more and more of that stuff. So I'm pretty keen to see what they put out. Yeah, they've always got content for sure. Yeah, that's it. And we talked. We we're very excited last time we started um, video video pods or video. Yep. We started Logs. video. Yeah. We're still going to work on that. We're just setting up setting that up. But we we still plan to to kick on with that. Um, and also, we talked about getting some some players on on the pod. Uh, in this time, uh, we're, we've we're, got a few teed up. It's, we've, we've, we've got a lot of players that are keen. We just haven't managed to be able to tee it up. Like, yeah. as in, so we, we've been trying to get us all on board at yeah. the same time. Instead, we're just going to make sure we can get some of that content out, yeah. even if it's only two or three of us. Hopefully, it's not Kagi. It's true. Um, so yeah. Anyway, keep keep a keep an eye out for more pods to come, and um, yeah, cheers for tuning in and exciting rugby to come. Stay slutty. Looking forward to it. See you, fellas and gals. Me oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me oh my.